in-depth look at a specific related question. On this episode, we'll discuss how Rotten Tomatoes is affecting the movie industry. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, and this is joined by Josh Daly. Hello, everybody. Hello, Cooper. Hey. And hello, or you said hello to everybody else. <laughs> All right. And hello to uh, Colton Lichty in the vents. Oh, yeah. He's up there. And guess. That's what he says. One from the last show. <laughs> <laughs> but um, last week we answered the big question for our favorite movies of 2019. 2018. In 2019 is when we answered it. Oh, yes. And Annihilation came out to be the winner. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, but go check out the other 14 mm-hmm. movies that we mentioned. See what we said about them yes. and Annihilation. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you're looking for movies that we're watching this year that we're loving or movies that are going to come out maybe like later this year that we're just up on the news with, you can find those on Twitter at Friends in Film. And if you're looking for those shows before mentioned, you can find those on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts can be found. But if you can, on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. That'll ultimately help rank us, and then we can find more friends of the show. And right now, if you leave us a review on iTunes, screenshot it, slide into our DMs, or send it to us on Twitter, we will enter you for a chance to win a digital code for First Man, the um, Oscar-winning the Oscar-winning first, first Man, but also the Oscar-snubbed First Man <laughs> in so many different ways, which I hate. Okay. But that's it. Yeah. But speaking of rating and reviewing things, mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, that is its main function at this point, is rating, reviewing, and uh, aggregating all of the different reviews by movie reviewers, professionals, and even audience members who have no credibility or anything. And those numbers are ve- being taken very seriously by everybody. And finally, it has led to us just asking the big question, is Rotten Tomatoes helping or hurting movies and i think this is a loaded question this is a tough one to answer and we're going to get into all that and the reason we're doing this now is because this last week has been kind of a crazy one for Rotten tomatoes because they saw uh these negative review bombings happen to captain marvel where people were um you used to be able to see an interested in percentage for audience for uh, just regular people who would say, oh, yeah, I'm interested in this or I'm not interested in this movie. And Captain Marvel for a long time had a high 90s interest in rate. And then all of a sudden it just felt like a 70 and then it felt like a 50 and then it fell like to like a 30 or a 20 or something. And this was all the result of these attacks by mad people online uh, about Captain Marvel, about Star Wars 9. The same thing happened to that movie. Uh, these people were just bombing this these movies with these not interested in, but also very negative, why I'm not interested in these movies reviews. And people were calling out Rotten Tomatoes to be like, why is this happening? This Look, this is a bad look for you, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so Rotten Tomatoes took charge, removed the interested in function of their uh, service. Uh, so now you just have a number that is there that says how many people are interested in seeing this movie, which is another thing all into itself but as of now they're trying to combat the negativity that i think rotten tomatoes largely comes under fire for because a movie can have a high audience score and a low critic score and it's like well the, there's a disconnect there and people get angry about that or it's a high critic score and a low audience score and people are mad about that or mm-hmm. people are just mad about anything and that's why we're here today to try to answer this big question i mean do you have any thoughts on this news what took place 
Yes. I mean, obviously, review bombing like is a thing. Unfortunately. Um, but what we know, what we know for fact is that it does not affect who's going to see the movie and who's not going to see the movie. At the same time, like. W- I think this question got asked a long time ago, or at least in the news and things like that. Like, does the Rotten Tomatoes score, like, the audience score or anything like that, like, you know, bear an effect on, like, whether people see the movies mm-hmm. or not or anything like that? And really, it doesn't no. in a lot of ways. I think it was, like, it came out around Justice Like It got first got, like, thrown up, like, in the Justice League, um, Batman versus Superman, like, in that span. Okay. But, like a year and a half? Yeah, like those and then that that's when like everyone's like Rotten Tomatoes is ruining everything or whatever the case is. And it was all based on like audience scores and things like mm-hmm. that. But but those are both movies that audience scores were like generally pretty positive though at the same time. Right? I don't know. Uh, I think they're je- I think Suicide or not Suicide Squad. I believe Justice League has a semi positive one, but I feel like Batman Superman's is still mixed especially because what you were expecting and everything like that right but yeah obviously if you are out there review bombing movies that have not come out yet <laughs> like that's just a dirty thing to do right out like and uh, the reasons for it are absurd stupid and um, off mic i was like telling i don't even how to wrap my head around like why you need to do this based mm-hmm. off of Brie Larson saying inclusivity and <laughs> reviewing review writing is good and or in press and media in yep. general is good and it's just it's baffling and mind boggling. So anyone who's ticked off and angry about that, like get out of here for real. Yeah, I think I, I think it's don't you dare touch my Star Wars. <laughs> it's ridiculous because it also, like you mentioned, there's not really been any proof that these these antics by these mad people online uh have any real effect i mean they, mm-hmm. people try to do the same thing for black panther that movie made 1.3 billion dollars whatever so uh as long as the movie's good i think the the positivity of it will heavily outperform the negativity especially something that's like on uh, uh, the audience score on Rotten tomatoes which i don't think is taken that seriously to begin with um especially at least by me i mean as we kind of get into our overall stances on Rotten Tomatoes as a mm-hmm. whole. Like I think they, they tried to make positive steps here with their moves this last week by removing the interest in percentage, but also I don't know if they went far enough, and I don't think this, this still won't stop these, say, people who are angry now from just in a couple of days when Captain Marvel hits theaters just putting negative actual reviews on the site that count against its audience score that way, and they negatively impact the score on Rotten Tomatoes um, there. So... I think Rotten Tomatoes can be good just for certain things. Like, I think it's nice to be able to go to a place and see a critical consensus of a film. So that way it's like, all right, I'm I'm at home. I'm going to watch Netflix. And I'm like, all right, which one of these two movies should I see? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know. They both seem like similar to me, but I'm not, not – neither one's really grabbing me. And so I'll sometimes just check to see, all right, which one's like maybe ha- is, you know, quote, unquote, better – so I see the better one first. And yeah. it's nice to be able to see that, understanding that what that percentage actually means. Um, because that's one of the negative things I think about Rotten Tomatoes is that people don't understand what the 97% Rotten Tomatoes means. Because it can mean, yes, it can mean that movie is great. It's an all-timer. Um, but it can also just mean that 97% of people gave it at least a 3 out of 5, which is good. But it's definitely not a this is the best movie we've ever seen sort of a rating. <laughs> and I think that's something that 
not a lot of people understand. I had to explain it to somebody a couple of weeks ago where they were looking at uh, Rotten Tomatoes for an upcoming movie. And they were like, oh, this movie's like got a really high percentage. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but that doesn't mean it's like the best thing you've ever seen. It just means that that amount of people would, you know, basically yes. recommend it. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that. Like mm-hmm. he thought it meant that it was like a 97 out of 10 uh, out of a hundred. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, that, that is not what it means. I think that is a misconception that a lot of people have on Rotten Tomatoes because mm-hmm. they don't really explain that. It's more of like a, you have to kind of understand, like you have to really understand their model and what they're doing uh-huh. to know that because they're not taking the average score, like a, a met, like a Metacritic. That's basically what Metacritic does is take, they take like an average score basically. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is basically just like, listen, 97% of people think this movie is fine. <laughs> giving you the best possible chance to look good. Exactly. In all sorts of ways. And it's like that can definitely be- that can definitely go the other way and it can have, oh, well, a lot of people gave this a two and a half. Mm-hmm. And so now it has a 15% Rotten Tomatoes. So it's like, but it's it's not that bad. <laughs> and it can go both ways. But I think that is one thing that if Rotten Tomatoes frustrates me the most, it's just that people don't understand how their aggregation system works. And it's just like, if they could better educate people on that, mm-hmm. so people understand it and they do this, then I think Rotten Tomatoes as a whole would be better off and people would, I think, take it a little more seriously than it does now. Where it's like, oh, look at, uh, I don't even know, I'm trying to think of a movie that had like a soup, like Paddington 2. Oh, great, yes. great movie. Super charming, 100% Rotten Tomatoes, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Um, but is that... Is, is Patty Two the best movie I've ever seen? One of like two movies ever to have 100% Rotten Tomatoes? No. Well, I mean, Did some it, people would say. I so. mean, I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's super charming. Like, I don't think there's not a flaw to the movie, but at the same time, I'm not going to put Paddington Two up there with, uh, I don't know, like any classic like a Citizen Kane or uh, Casablanca, Casablanca, Saving Private Ryan, like uh, a Toy Story, like whatever it may be. Like, they're like that is not how this system works. And I don't know. I feel like I'm losing track of my thoughts here, but Josh, what are you, well, what's your opinion yeah, on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, first of all, um, I want to get you as a very prolific screen rant writer here. <laughs> uh, I want to get your opinion first, like the audience ratings and comments and interested in thing. Like it feels like I've looked at it. I rolled over it a hundred times and we kind of, I've kind of basically decided that, I don't, I'm going to choose not to believe. I have not seen any evidence to make me believe that people putting, I am interested in this on Rotten Tomatoes makes other people be like, looks like people are interested in this. Like it's an online metric. I don't know if anyone puts any stock in that. Mm-hmm. I was not going to not see Annihilation because some people said we're disinterested in this movie. Like, oh, uh-huh. I really don't care about that. That's not why I'm here. It's not why I care about review aggregators in general. That could be tossed out and thrown away. I could care less about it in the lead up to the movie. Do you, but do you, as a writer with someone with a comment section underneath of a bunch of the words that you write all the time, do you find any of that valuable or interesting or whatever the case is about your work or just movie online movie reviews in general? Because I really don't use or take stock in any kind of like rating or comments of audience scores online. I don't really find that much stock in the audience score either mm-hmm. but i think that a lot of other people do like i think there's a lot of people who just look at raw tomatoes again not really understanding what its purpose is to say here's a bunch of reviews here's the consensus to a certain degree but it's up to you then to find out why 
the reviews are positive or negative, mm-hmm. how much of them are really positive, how much of them really aren't that positive, yeah. and then find reviews and reviewers who you agree with in their opinions instead of taking a consensus. This is the overall narrative about this movie, finding a specific voice or two or three or four or five that you like and following their advice. Yes. But I also think there's people out there who look at the audience score and be like, ooh, you know, it, it this only has a 40% interest rate or after the movie's come out, it has mm-hmm. a 40% audience score. And it's like, ah, people aren't liking it. I'm going to pass. Yeah. And even if like there's a, there's, there could be a critical score of an 80, but there's, there's always that, oh, well, critics don't know anything. Uh-oh. They're being paid off by Disney oh. or some other corporation. And <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to side with the hard paying audience uh mm-hmm. the working class man oh, and i'm gonna decide with them and it's like well no because again you don't know who those people are you don't know what their opinions are you could mm-hmm. completely disagree with 90 percent of their opinions on movies on life but then you're taking their that's a great point like thoughts on this particular movie as fact yeah absolutely see then that's and that's something like audience i'll just go ahead and write out and say i don't see the need for comment sections in general but like in all of life but also audience scores um, for films online, I don't see the need for them because we have you have you, you have your Facebook comment section and your posts <laughs> and like if you you take a link, put someone's review, discuss it yourself there, especially in the post release of a film mm-hmm. where it's in the world. Like no one's gonna believe that you have special information on like a this is why I'm excited for this movie. Like that's what Twitter and Facebook and memes are for, I guess. Uh, TikTok, I don't know, but. For the critical thing, I think it's great because you can always find a writer or someone like that that's writing for your point of view, whether it's, you know, in the National Review or something like that, or the Screen Rant or Slash Film mm-hmm. or the more genre like, not genre, but like film nerdy and places like right. online rather than like the Times, the Post, mm-hmm. or whatever the case is, which are all like high minded and how does this relate to whatever. So, you can go get that there and having Rotten Tomatoes aggregate those and be like, well, here's all these things is good. I like that. At least putting them all in front. Mm -hmm. The number though, like you were saying earlier is something that I'm like, Oh, sometimes that's like you said, not the whole story. Um, I'm trying to think of a film right off the top of my head. It was with Ralph Fiennes in it. A while ago, uh, like the Englishman or something like that, the English patient. Okay. And um, everyone loved it. Or oh yeah, here we go. The, the, the English patient from like 1996. It's got an 84 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But I've seen that movie. It's bad, in all sorts of ways. Like he's like basically it's his, it's his story, but then he's like mauled and lying in bed and like. I just refuse to believe that it was at all considered any good when it came out. Um, but then again, you look through there and there are basically reviews being like, oh, this is an ode to one of the great books or whatever. This is so great. And then in, you watch it and you're like, this is just absolutely ludicrous all the way through mm-hmm. where you're wondering, like you said, high-minded critics are like, oh, this is, you know, you get caught up in the moment with your review, which I confess sometimes I <laughs> do get there. Um, I would take Bohemian Rhapsody back a little bit. But, you want someone to to be there and be like to call out the movie for being, you know, not for the every person or whatever the case right. is. Helping identify and, you know, 
uh, taste make, but not taste make at the same time. This this would be like so it's eighty four for me. Eighty four, yes. Sorry, eighty three. Eighty three audience scores. Like a this is an Oscar movie mm-hmm. all the way through. And that's like in kind of what you were saying is the not. It's not always going to be the also. I think for Rotten Tomatoes, the critic scores and everything. Um, you know, this movie has eighty five reviews counted for it. Mm-hmm. to make up this 84%. Oh, people generally like this. Then let's fast forward to tippers. 97% Rotten Tomatoes out of 341 reviews. So even Rotten Tomatoes scores from the past, the sample size is much, much smaller then. So let's look back at past movies to see whether or not they should check them out or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a much smaller sample size. And then you have to go and actually do some digging to see what the actual thought is. So for the English patient... The average rating of those 85 reviews is a 7.85. So it is not only an 84%, but most people would give it basically an 8 out of 10, which is very high, very well respected. This isn't like, a oh, it's 84%, and the average rating is a 6.2. And it's just like, oh. So people like that kind of liked it, <laughs> mm-hmm. but not really. So that's where, I, again, it's that, it's that, that, that disconnect and not really total. Because it's not just readily available. You have to click on tabs and click on different options to even get all this information story. And I'd almost wish that, at least on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, I mean, maybe if it was clear from, like, the get-go of where these things were, even in the Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh, there's so much room for it to be more positive than negative yep. to get, you know, the, the tomato slapped on there. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, you're just like, okay. <laughs> And to the into Rotten Tomatoes credit, they do move their reviews like they highlight in their aggregation. Like they try to disperse um, proportionally the dissent versus the the positive, the general. Uh-huh. Like so, you're, you're seeing smattering of good reviews, but then also the negatives as well up there. Like because you wouldn't see them at all. So there's mm-hmm. some kind of like voice pushing against the norm like you know, Richard Brody from the New Yorker why would you think spider versus bat I don't know <laughs> that's for him not okay um, don't bug him at all that's not what I'm saying but he's just in front of my eyes so there is I think there's a better way though to do it it's just not a number but at the same time I mean with spider verse specifically that number's right on the money so Except for that three <laughs> percent, if if we're going if we're going there and how to fix it, I mean, so we're both under the opinion that Ron Taylor's can be helpful on the critical side and giving us a critical consensus, giving us a a critic score for the movie, but it's the audience score that really provides trouble or concern and raises questions about what they're doing. Right, and for and for the first way is review bombing and just the, the internet has been weaponized now. Yep. I mean, even on Amazon. You will get people will get their books review bombed or anything like that. It goes all over the. I think Megyn Kelly was like the latest person back in the <laughs> like it's forever ago. Not even related to movies, but like that was one thing. Uh, and so you're like, how do you even know these people are watching it? Because yep. Captain Marvel has clearly not come out for the rest of us yet. No, it's out. It's not even out in international territories yet. Right. That means everyone in the international world would have had to have like gone to the theater, seen this movie, and been like. I am so upset. I didn't like it that much that I went to go say, this is awful. Right. Trash or whatever the case is. And 
that's not the case at all. No, not at all. Um, so that's why the audience score I don't think is helpful. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think the audience score is basically useless. Like, I, I can't think of an example where an audience score has really been beneficial. Whether it's been super high or super low, it doesn't matter because, again, you don't know who these people are. You don't know what their opinions are. You don't know if you can trust them, if they're leaving a negative or positive review with the right intentions because now there's negative review bombing. Who is to say, theoretically, that there can't be positive review bombing, which is as kind of crazy as that is to say. It's just like you don't think that now that like – like if this is like a strictly like a like the Captain Marvel attack specifically, let's say it's a white it's a white male generally uh, population who is negatively reviewing this because of comments B. Lars has made in the past about how more people who aren't white men should mm-hmm. be at screenings or press junkets or be able to yes. have their opinions elevated by outlets or Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. or whatever, and so now people are angry about that and whatever and if that is happening then who's to say that other people who are not middle-aged white men will not be like well you know what i haven't seen the movie but i'm gonna go and give it a, a positive review or maybe i'm gonna create a bot that can create a thousand accounts that can all give it positive reviews like it just creates this mass hysteria where like rotten tomatoes and audience scores have just gotten so out of hand where to the point where well can we fix it can we fix rotten tomatoes and their audience score system i don't know not in its current form not where you log in with an account and i mean to its credit you do need to log in uh-huh. with some kind of email but yeah that's just but bots can create email. emails and like yeah but they're sophisticated who know so no not in its current form can you can fix the audience score at all unless unless since rotten tomatoes is a big deal i mm-hmm. guess i yeah. don't know what they're what they need to do but they could fix it if they did it like the the only movie going poll that i trust is cinema score okay who takes to the streets if you will the old-fashioned way and um since night i mean this is their banner on their website so i guess i'm doing a little bit of cinema score um <laughs> you know, a little plug for them a plug for them but since 1998 they've been polling moviegoers at major movie releases on opening night with demographic information i mean they're for profit they take they let movies pay them to do polls uh-huh. and all sorts of things like that and i think that's the best way you can do it even though you may like the demographics and the sample size will be small or minute or it just depends on where they're at at that given moment you still get those demographic breakdowns which you don't get online you don't get um for like any other clicker polls or whatever the case uh-huh. is you know sign ons and rates can you see all of the info about CinemaScore? no they so don't all that stuff do is private that which is the one thing i hate but they yeah. do have a little scorecard there yeah, I think the only thing which I think I think CinemaScore is typically a decent indicator, but it's normally all either super high or I feel like it's super negative. So like everything, like just looking at like the last 
couple of things they've posted on there. Five, fighting with my family, A minus. How to Train Dragon in the Hidden World, A. Alita Battle Angel, A minus. Aquaman, A minus. Bumblebee, A minus. Cold Pursuit, B minus. Like, that's what's like, oh, B minus. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's not like, that doesn't seem that good. But a B minus, like, in school and stuff, like, that's typically pretty good. A Dog's Way Home, A minus. Escape Room, B. Glass, B. Happy Death Day to, to, to you, B. Isn't Romantic, B. Like, it, has, it had to go all the way down to The Prodigy had a C plus. Replicas had a C. Serenity had a, has a, got a D plus. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But, like, that is the the... the the ebbs and flows don't seem to be as large with cinema score. It's either it's like it's very positive mm-hmm. or it's like more like largely negative. It, it, like to me, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of like B to B pluses. Everything's like an A, A minus, which is maybe just how that system works. And also my problem with it is like you mentioned that that limited sample size, which again, it's the same thing with at least we know they've seen the movie, which is something that is not verifiable with Rotten Tomatoes. But I don't know who these people are. I don't know what their tastes are. General consensus of a thousand people polled or however many people are polled for cinema score liked this movie. 6,000. Like, those results would vary heavily, I would assume. It'd be something I would love for them to release. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they movies. can legally or something. If there's probably some hold up there. When they're privately requested, they yeah, though it's up to the whomever right. requested them. But as a whole, for their, I don't know, their their deal... That would be amazing. It would be like, it would be like that's why random winners should buy them. But, <laughs> like, could you imagine having all of that data, all of that information about who's seeing movies and who's liking it and who's not, and whatever the case is? And to some extent, yes, some of pe- people seeing a movie self select for it a lot of the time in a lot of ways. Like, um, my dad, I'm thinking of specifically, has never seen a bad movie his entire life. <laughs> Everything was pretty good right no matter whether you could whether someone who watches movies all the time and like clearly knows that's trash or whatever the case is he just thinks the entire idea of movies is the coolest thing ever. Uh-huh. um and and for me up to a certain point like yeah same here like any movie that i went to have gone and seen in theaters i would have been like yeah, that was pretty good in a lot of ways until you start seeing more and more and more and realizing where quality is and where quality isn't and who took the time, who didn't and Mm -hmm. things like that. So there is that issue there. Like the escape room got a B, which would you give given to the B? I think I, in terms of a a letter grading, Mm -hmm. um, I probably would have given a C plus. Okay. Gotcha. So it was like passable. Gotcha. So yeah, but people who go see movies like that, are primed to like movies like mm-hmm. that in a lot of ways, especially with the amount of marketing that we have today where you're just beaten over the head with it so much. You're like, well, yeah, that's right up my alley. I'm going to go see that. Right. And then there you go. But even then, like Escape Room, it's like I know people, I've heard people talk about who've seen it. I've heard people talk about like um, one of my sisters, it, she loved it. What's like uh, how many people out there would be giving Escape Room an A? Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot. And so then like to have it, like I feel like the scale is like a, between like a B and a D. I feel like that's where most people would land. And so it's like it, going on the high side of a B, I feel like it just doesn't add up to what I've heard from people who've seen the movie and and like where I think about it, what critics thought about it. Like, I don't know. It just seems, again, and like this is just like week one, immediate reaction. And I think immediate reactions can always be changed because you can come off high, you can come off low. Like half the time I'll see a movie and I'll be like, all right, I thought that was okay. 
And then I think about it more. I'm like, no, actually, like I like that part. I like that part. Mm-hmm. I really like that part. And then it bumps up. And it's like, well, wait, cinema score. Can I, can I have my card back? Like, sure. <laughs> I want to give this a little bit of a better grade two days later, but I can't. That's a great point. But at the same time, live, I, th- I think the, the value of a live results is way more important than yeah. e- like even online ratings later in a lot of ways. Like you can tell when people take time to write thoughtful things. Uh-huh. Like, cause there'll be nuances, but right. anything clearly like, Oh, this is terrible all the way through. Then you can, you can weed those out in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So I just think that I guess that's where I am because you want rotten I love tomatoes to take cinema score. I would love rotten tomatoes to just gobble them up. It would be like the one decent thing they do. I mean, not the one decent thing they do. They're fine. Okay. Like I don't have a vendetta against them. I don't believe that they're a scourge, but the, the validity that they could, you know, have with that would be incredible. Now, if that if that happened, though, do you think CinemaScore would stay exactly the same? Because I think Rot Tomatoes, obviously for their brand, likes the rot and fresh, the percentages. Mm-hmm. Would they would they change this? So instead of having a, a B, you would have a 84. Ooh, that's a good point. Instead of getting a C plus, you'd have a 78. Or they just have cinema score, uh, right there. I don't know. I'm just thinking in terms of branding. They would they would rather keep with their model that they already have, mm-hmm. and just change the way that that audience score is reflected. Yeah, I mean, you just have a audience polling, or you then put the results down because that mm-hmm. would be amazing. What if they just did away like? So remember when Movie Pass was still a thing, mm-hmm. which I think it still technically is, and they did that thing where you have to uh, take a picture of your ticket, check in, take a picture of your ticket, to yep. make sure that you're actually seeing the movies you're, for that sure. they're paying for you to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if Rotten Tomatoes adopted that sort of mentality and just like, all right, you want to have an account with us to leave audience reviews? Great, but we are going to basically verify every review, mm-hmm. which I guess you could still get around this because people could, all right. One person paid for a ticket, and now pass it around to everybody. We reuse the same photo over and over and over again, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess could happen. You could work, you could probably work around it some way, make Photoshop versions of the tickets, whatever. Uh, I'm just trying to think of a way where like Rotten Tomatoes can fix their own problems mm-hmm. in-house instead of like gobbling up other enterprises to try to fix themselves. But that's a true point. I think that, that, that idea right there is actually really good even if it's just that i mean you make sure that the app you can you, you have to take the photo in the app mm-hmm. i don't know who would keep their ticket stub after the theater i mean some people do some people i do. collect all mine you do really mm-hmm. oh i didn't. I haven't actually t- i need to you know go back and tally them because i've been kind the, of all over the place now to, to your to, to your no, not saying that's weird but to, i did used to and then they went to like paper receipts yeah and it's, like, eh, it's kind of this yeah amc kind of ruined it but mm-hmm. yeah i'm still doing it okay good Props to you. <laughs> but, like, you can still go with it that way. Uh-huh. But doing the app, yeah, that's actually a great idea. And it, it just, it adds more weight. And like, if you're willing to go around, or at least try to, like, to cheat the way, like, mm-hmm. to forge a ticket or whatever the case is, which would be an it adds Yeah, it adds an extra step instead of just, all right, let me set up a bot that can create this account that can leave a negative review. Mm-hmm. It's like, we'll have to create a bot that can use this photo that can upload this photo that can duplicate this photo that can create its own photo uh <laughs> right that can do whatever yeah exactly and like i mean like google search can cross-reference any photo so like couldn't 
I, be, I don't know. I'm just thinking like technology should be able to yeah, be I mean, like, all right, you're, this has... you're, you're in the weeds there a little bit, but like <laughs> the idea is you, you want, you really want to do it. Yeah. Like it's all like, Oh, Oh, maybe I'll give and it I, a that, And that would be great. That would absolutely be great. Especially like, you know, in the post release of the film, mm-hmm. you should not be able to even comment on a movie board unless it's Reddit. Right. Until, until it's out. And maybe, I mean like, and since there are like different rollouts for movies over, different countries and stuff like it should be like regionally G- locked gps yes. yeah so it's like all right well cooper you're not in the uk mm-hmm. so even though hypothetically captain marvel's already out there uh you can't leave a review for it because we know you haven't seen it <laughs> right it's like fair yeah <laughs> unless i travel to europe to see it and then i'm there and i can check in and do it that way and it goes off of ip addresses yeah Ta-da. yes that would be good especially too because fandango owns rotten tomatoes or something like that uh they're related yes somehow yeah yes i don't know who owns who (laughs) yeah it'd probably be the other way around but i don't know anyway because i just know when when you want to be a critic on their website you have to go through a fandango link oh yeah so have you tried to sign up to be a critic for on tomatoes (laughs) no i have not tried but i did look into it to suggest to you because obviously you turn out reviews way faster than I do. <laughs> I so, think Friends and Film is still a little small before Ron Tomatoes recommends us. But you never know. If you you're just, listening to this, go check out our reviews, and uh, maybe that'll change. Just someday. gotta throw yourself at the wall. I think. Yeah. But yes, a system like that verification would be perfect. Do you have any other suggestions on how maybe they could fix the system besides buying CinemaScore? I, I um, other than adopting your verification tool, I do not have any other suggestions for them other than having a dissenting take like kind of like the supreme court of the united states where you have like a here's the majority review like it's a 97 percent. here's what they think uh-huh then there's here's what dissenters think interesting so then you have them both right up there hmm. so then it's like everyone loved into the spider-verse it was a fantastic film the colors the, the everything john mulaney right there like that's just one sentence and then over here it's like racists did not like miles morales at all and thought that it was just another typical movie and then you can like move on from that (laughs) like that that would be the only thing just like a dissenting a dissenting column and a concurring opinion if you will (laughs) i mean they could also implement the thing like they have top critics on rotten tomatoes they do you could have top audience critics so basically you have to leave a certain amount of reviews before your reviews actually count mm. towards a percentage, which I think could still you could still work around that. Just give your bot more work to do. Like, all right, I have to submit a hundred reviews before my mind will be counted. So, right. let's just do the whole thing. Any any of these movies that I have a specific grudge against, uh, I'm gonna go target all of them and give them all negative reviews. Mm-hmm. They can still get around to that way, but I think again, it's that added work to be like man, do I really have to set up a bot that can do like all this work? I have to do it myself. Like that seems excessive, but like, I think that's a way to do it where your users have to submit a certain amount of views before their, uh, their opinions actually count towards the system. Um, or even if they really want to keep their audience scores around to like an audience score rating system. What do you mean? Like a number before you can, you can sort of like, before you can get your number on the board uh-huh. for it to be for the algorithm to be like, all right, we'll count you towards the, the percentage. You need to leave so many. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And show good judgment, whatever. Right, get right, like right. a little star by your name. Yeah. Be like, this is a legit dude. Mm-hmm. Or uh, 
if they really want to take this seriously, they could have somebody actually patrol them, which would which would be, I'm sure, a full-time job for somebody, maybe two people, depending mm-hmm. on how many people are leaving reviews for Rotten Tomatoes these days. But like that's a way to make sure this isn't happening because then you can un- you can look at the rhetoric of their reviews and be like, all right, these people are just clearly racist or sexist or whatever. It's not an actual opinion. Yeah, it's not an opinion. You're you're just giving your – I was like, wait, this this these all these reviews were posted – 12 days before the movie hit theaters. Comment moderators. Boop. Yeah. Kick them all off. You could do it that way. Um, but there's also the simple solution. Just get rid of the audience score altogether, mm-hmm. which I would not be opposed to because like we've been talking about, I don't think there's anything that's ever been good that's come out of audience scores. That's the, that, that, um, the one that idea you had just right there. I remember the New York, the New York times specifically does like has comment moderators uh-huh. to ensure that the idea is getting espoused in their online website, like are decent or whatever like that. And they, just look through them like and things like that and that's a really good point especially if you see a smattering of them just appear Mm -hmm. over the course of two days for people when you can you can look at trends and things like that it's like oh joey a joey a king joey b king joey c wait a minute (laughs) right and then you can just go ahead and delete everything from there and then look for that's another thing too yeah absolutely because it's so weird that rotten tomatoes is um so important to the way we look at movies not so important but has become such a staple mm-hmm. of marketing and movies and everything like that. And yet they are flying by the seat of their pants in some ways. Like it's a very small operation. Yeah. It's way small. Like I think I remember reading that like they don't have over 20 employees or something. Like, really? It's, it's, it's a ridiculous. I mean, that's probably a wrong number, but it's a ridiculously small amount of people who do all the work and just one or two extra people focusing on what people take seriously for good or for worse, audience ratings and scores, which I don't believe they do, at least in the pre and the um, in the in the lead up to, they can find a way to make to improve the quality mm-hmm. and the discourse. Because yeah, I mean, I absolutely do not care to ever read again. Audience rating on this movie web review website was taken down or whatever the case right. is, unless it's. That's what it's specifically for. But, but to me, Rotten Tomatoes is critics. Yeah. And that's what, like, is most important. Like, if you want to get, like, an idea of what the general audience is looking is thinking of a movie, there's IMDb, there's Letterboxd, there are these other sign-up, and you can, you know, count all of your reviews and tally all your scores that way. And mm-hmm. even those can be skewed heavily, and people can leave them one way. And then there's still people who, no matter what, um, like you mentioned your dad, every movie's a five. <laughs> Every movie is the best movie I've ever seen. Or there's other people that's like, oh, every movie's a one. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, so you you can't sift through all of these weeds because um, I think it just be such a a laborious process that I just, I don't know. I think Rontman either needs to make a significant change to verify audience scores in some way or they, they just need to get rid of them altogether. Yep. Because as we kind of wrap this up, like, if they don't do it, then it's like, what's the point of Rotten Tomatoes? What are, what's the point of these these review aggregators? And if Rotten Tomatoes shuts down all of a sudden because of the negativity and harassment and all this, you know, hoopla, and we're left with CinemaScore, Metacritic, and those are the two new defining, you know, quote unquote defining uh, numbers about a movie's quality, which mm-hmm. I still don't even really love the concept of the whole thing. Like, just go see the movie if you're interested in it and form your opinion about it and don't worry about whether everybody else likes it or not. Just go see it and uh but i'd be fine with that and it's like all right there's no more certified fresh there's no more oh this movie's got a 
uh, a fresh rated on Rotten Tomatoes, and because I don't, who cares? You would not miss the if Rotten Tomatoes were to cease to exist, you would not miss it for a second. No, mm. not for a second. Okay. I mean, yeah, I would just switch to Metacritic, and or even I probably just would. I just wouldn't care all the more. Like, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, I only kind of care about because it's there and it's prevalent, and it's like I know that it's there, so it's like, eh, all right, right. I'll see what people are saying. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't there, as I mentioned on the big show, would I still have watched Tears of the Sun on Netflix? Yes, because it was Antoine Fuqua, Bruce Willis movie that looked appealing. Did it? Did I care that it had a thirty-three percent Rotten Tomatoes I've ever had? Nope. I still watched it. Yeah. And yeah, it lived up to that rating basically, but that mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Right. And the thing is too, like certified critic, like you know, I think I fall in that same boat. Um, last was it last fall, Rotten Tomatoes added like. 200 new critics. 200 new critics last fall um, in order to make sure they were covering a wide swath of um, opinions and mm-hmm. diversity and inclusiveness. And as they keep doing that, I'm sure they'll keep doing it. They'll keep moving that in that direction. You know, as the makeup of who's writing for them gets or who gets aggregated uh-huh. changes and reflects, you know, demographics and all that jazz, then, you know, you can stop taking as much stock in audience opinions and ratings uh-huh. because I mean, we'll find out. I'm going to go ahead and submit you for the Rotten Tomatoes thing. Oh gosh. Um, but like, we'll see who they get in. Cause if they let anybody, not like anybody, anybody, in, if they, if they let me in, people, they'll let anybody in. <laughs> no, you have a background, but that idea is like, if you're serious in some way, uh-huh. you can get your opinion on there. And like you said, spider into the spider Verse has 300, reviews and instead of sitting at a 94 that the descent could be like the the possibilities of descent could have been really high mm-hmm. but all the way through people arrived at a positive and it's a great movie which deserves that mm-hmm. maybe more 101 or two i don't care <laughs> so yeah i wouldn't miss them but at the same time i guess it's it was necessary up to a point but i think we're moving past that mm-hmm. and so yeah i don't really care if it went off the face of the earth yeah. So as we get into our big answer, then is Rotten Tomatoes helping or hurting movies, Josh? Right now, it's hurting, but like a pinching, like <laughs> it's like, just nagging you. Yeah, but I would not at all say you know. You, oh gosh, no, I. It's so hard. That is a hard thing to totally say, but right now in this moment, hurting. yeah. No, I agree. I think right now, as of March the 3rd, 2019, at 5.39 p.m., Rotten Tomatoes is hurting movies, the film industry, more than it is helping it currently. Yes, but then one more good thing about Rotten Tomatoes, too, is it aggregates opinions of people who mm-hmm. you may not come in contact exactly. with That's all true. the time. And so the like, if I could cleave this question in two real quick. <laughs> okay. That critically, yes. Critically, it's helping. It, it, it's, it's good and decent. Uh-huh. Audience-wise, it needs to either just go or be altered considerably. Because mm-hmm. like when you come across an opinion of someone you've never seen before and you're like, oh, I have never thought about the movie in this way, then be like, okay, there we go. Yeah, that's why that's why Rotten Tomatoes is around. Um, but yeah, I still think it's more so than not hurting the movie industry than it is helping the industry because even, let's say we take away audience scores all together there's still i just feel like there's so much negativity and back and forth about rotten tomatoes and the scores and who has the higher score among other people and i just 
I'm just tired. I'm just tired of the whole thing. Do people do that? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, it's like, oh, how did this movie get a 94% and then this other movie got a 27? It's just like, I don't know. Oh, I thought you meant like they were sort of like, na 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 no. your movie's lower. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, gotcha. I'm sure that, Oh, yeah, I I'm question sure ratings well. all the time. Yeah, but it's just like, eh. Like, uh, Rotten you're, you're good, you're fine, I use you all the time, but at the same time, if you disappear tomorrow... It can't I, be better. I, I, I we should have totally maybe asked the question with more nuance. <laughs> like what? I have no idea. <laughs> well, that's the question we we're both asked. like. We're both like, yes, it's awful, but <laughs> but there are still some good parts. It's like Greta. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Our review. Check it out. Yeah. I will podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was the main show on Monday. Uh, this was the big question here on Wednesday. So I, yes. We're both on the somewhat side that is hurting, but Rotten Tomatoes still, there are still positive things about it. There's still ways it is helping. And so this is one of those difficult big questions where it's like, it's hard to definitively say helping or hurting, but I still think as of right now, I lean on the side of hurting. Mm-hmm. But that is all we have for this big question. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. Plus, head over to iTunes and give us a five-star review with comments. Tell us why you, you enjoy listening to the show. And that way, we actually know you're a real person who listens to the show and not just a bot who gives us a play every now and then. Um, but in the meantime, be sure to also tell us your thoughts on the big question by tweeting us at Friends of Film. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at MovieCooper. And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. And thanks, again for tuning to the Friends of Film podcast. Josh, thank you for stopping in, everyone. Be sure to turn next week for our future episode.